The Cardinals have their opening day roster set to go, and there's a few surprises, but the biggest news is that Jordan Walker is coming to St. Louis. This is Locked on Cardinals. You are Locked on Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Cardinals fans. I'm J.D. Haffern, and I'm a national radio sports anchor, born and raised in the Lou and a lifetime Cardinals fan. And I'm your host for Locked on Cardinals, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, covering your team every day. You can follow me on Twitter at J.D. Sports Radio. You can follow the podcast at LO underscore Cardinals. want to thank those of you who make Locked on Cardinals your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts, whether it's iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcast. You can find us on YouTube if you need us. Like, subscribe, and comment. That way you can interact with us. Hit the notification button so you know when new episodes are posted. Posted. This is a show serving Cardinal Nation and giving the best fans in baseball all of the info about the birds on the bat. Today's episode is uh, brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On MLB for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. It's been a um, a busy couple of days for the Redbirds as we inch our way closer to opening day, which will be on Thursday against the Toronto Blue Jays. So uh, let's go ahead and start with Miles Michaelis, the Lizard King. Not only was he named the team's opening day starter, something he most definitely deserved, but the team also announced that they have signed the 34-year-old to a two-year extension worth $40 million, which will keep him in a Cardinals uniform through 2025. And we know that coming into camp, the team had just one of their five starters signed after this season. That would be Steven Matz. He's the only one that's under contract uh, as they came into spring training. You know, Wainwright's going to retire. And then it was Michaelis, Flaherty, and uh, Jordan Montgomery. So we figured something might get done with at least one of these remaining free agents. Uh, And it so happened to be my choice was that it was going to be Miles Michaelis. Uh, I thought all along it just made sense. I've said to, to, to anyone who would listen, that before the season, the answer, if they're going to extend any of them, should be Miles Michaelis. The guy's been an all-star in two of his three healthy seasons in St. Louis. And the only reason that they probably didn't have something done sooner was because Miles was off playing for Team USA at the World Baseball Classic. Uh, President of Baseball Operations John Mozalock said, said this at the press conference when he announced the deal. Here is someone who truly wanted to be a St. Louis Cardinal from day one. That's something that's important to us. When someone wants to be here, that's something we try to make happen. Then when you think back to the earlier extension he signed with us after coming over from Japan, he's always been betting on himself and winning. Michaelis went on to say this, this is where I've always wanted to play. I grew up here getting pulled out of school to come and uh, see the spring training games. I've been a Cardinals fan for a long time. Coming back from Japan, this is the place that I wanted to be, and this is the place I want to stay. As far as his opening day assignment goes, Michael has said this. It's a combination of a few dreams come true. Opening day in St. Louis is a special day, something I've seen since the first day I got to experience it myself. To help us get off on the right foot would be tremendous for me. Now, that still leaves Jack Flaherty and Jordan Montgomery as guys who don't have contracts going into next season. Montgomery recently voiced his willingness to listen about an extension, but made it sound as if nobody had approached him about one yet, so he's playing the waiting game. And then you got Jack Flaherty. He's the one that makes me more nervous out of the remaining two because he hasn't really shown the ability to stay healthy the last couple of years, and when he does pitch, he's been inconsistent. 
uh, today was a perfect example. Uh, <laughs> Cardinals got absolutely steamrolled by the Astros today. 24 to 1, by the way, in case you weren't uh, listening to that game. Good. Good for you if you didn't go through all that. But um, today, Jack Flaherty got his final start of spring training, and he was all over the place in the first two innings, giving up six runs on four hits. He hit two guys. He walked three. He was brutal, and he had to be pulled in the second inning because he had thrown too many pitches that inning. They didn't want him to throw anymore. But to reach the pitch count that they wanted him to get to, which I believe was 75 today, they brought him back in in the uh, third inning, and he retires the next six batters in a row to get through four innings. It's it's Jekyll and Hyde all the time with Jack Flaherty. And until he becomes consistent, I I don't know if you trust him. You know, locking someone up like that doesn't exactly sound like good business. I mean, if you took his name away from it and you just looked at his stats and what he's done over the last few years, you're like, why would I extend this guy? But at the same time, you do know who Jack Flaherty is. He does have a name, and you've seen how good he can be. And you don't want to screw up and let him get away from you and fear that he returns to that form that you've seen before when he's at his best, and it comes back to bite you in the behind. So it's kind of a tough spot to be in for the front office. And then on Jack's side of things, I mean, because you got to think about both sides here, I'm sure he would love to get a deal done to secure his foreseeable future. But at the same time, if he does go out and has a solid season this year, and I'm sure he believes in himself that that's exactly what he's going to do, then someone's likely to throw a very large contract at him and he could cash in big time as opposed to probably the lower number that the Cardinals would offer him as an extension right now. But it looks, because we only got a couple of days until, until spring training's wrapped up and then we're on to the regular season, and usually people don't like to negotiate on contracts while the regular season is going on, but it looks like they'll go into the season without a deal with either of them. Probably, probably just saving their money for Shohei Otani, right? That's probably what they're doing. Uh, as far as the rest of the rotation schedule goes, you're going to have Michaelis on Thursday on the opener. Flaherty will be wearing the Purdy Cream uniforms on Saturday. Uh, Montgomery is your pitcher on Sunday. Woodford on Monday. He's going in for Wainwright, who starts the year on the IL. And then Mats will be on Tuesday. Uh, big news on Saturday was that the roster for opening day was announced and Jordan Walker has made the team. We're going to break it down next for you on Locked on Cardinals. Ultimate Baseball GM, have you started playing this yet? If not, you're missing out on a good time. If you've ever wanted to manage your own professional baseball franchise, your dreams can come true with Ultimate Baseball GM. Manage every strategic aspect of your team. You play through the season. You lead your team to glory. Or you can get fired if you're if you're like the guys, you know, with Houston or, uh, you know, H-Town with Houston. And uh, we got Berkey with the A's. They're the only ones that I know of that at least have admitted that they've been fired <laughs> on this on this game so far. But you're responsible for everything. You got to hire the right coaches and the staff. You got scouting. You got drafting, uh, free agency, the ups and downs of a season. There's going to be injuries. There's going to be attitude adjustments <laughs> that need to be made. Uh, all this in a challenging and realistic game world. Ultimate Baseball GM, it's completely free and playable offline, which is great. That way you don't have to have Wi-Fi available if you want to play the game. You get stuck somewhere where it doesn't have Wi-Fi that you can hop onto. You can still play the game. It's great. Locked on Cardinals listeners, you're getting a 100% free boost to your franchise when using the promo code Locked On. Do that in the game store and uh, make sure just to check it out if you haven't tried it yet. Again, it's free. Download the game. Just visit ProBaseballGM.com. Scan the code or you can look it up. On the app stores, that's probaseballgm.com. Ultimate Baseball GM. Start your dynasty today. 
So coming into the spring training this year, um, the thought was the top prospect, Jordan Walker, would probably start the year at AAA Memphis. You know, he didn't he didn't play there last year. He has only played as high as AA, and he was very good at Springfield. Um, the idea was that he would have to have an absurd camp to force his way into the outfield that was already a little bit cramped. We've already got kind of a traffic jam in the outfield, and now you've got your top prospect who was a third baseman, but you've got that guy, Nolan Arenado, over there. He's not going anywhere. So they put him into the outfield where he has a chance to, to play sooner at the major league level. And um, one thing that Walker had going for him coming into the spring training was the fact that Tyler O'Neill, Lars Newbar, weren't going to be around for most of camp because they're going to be playing in the World Baseball Classic. If it was a normal spring training, you may not have gotten as many at-bats as Jordan Walker guy. You wouldn't have gotten to see him as much as we've gotten to see him to make a decision on whether or not he should be on the roster or not. You probably would have just immediately been like, all right, he's going to get 20, 30 at-bats maybe, and he's going to go to Memphis. But because of the fact that the WBC was going on, Walker got plenty of playing time and at-bats to show Ali and the coaches that he belongs at the major league level. And he certainly made the most out of those at-bats early on. Remember when he came out uh, of the gate just scorching hot, was batting 500 with three home runs and six RBIs in his first 16 at-bats. We were all bowing down to him. We're like, oh my gosh, he's the greatest hitter of all time. Like we all went gaga for him. And he started getting more national coverage and everyone just assumed he was taking it for St. Louis. But he has the shoulder injury, the quick little shoulder injury from sliding head first, which he still has to learn to stop doing feet first, my friend, feet first. Um, but then his numbers began to dip big time. And I, I wonder if maybe, at least I did, I wondered if they were going to send him down after all. Uh, he went over his last 14 and has a freakishly horrible split against left-handers. I've pointed it out uh, multiple times now, but one for 25 this spring against lefties. That's a 40 batting average, while against righties, 17 for 38, hitting 447, a 447 clip against righties. That's bizarre, and, and that's not going to sustain. I mean, it'll even out eventually, but just, just weird numbers there. But um, he had a good spring despite the struggles later on. And when asked about Walker making the team, Ali said, before I told him, I asked him what his best tool was and what was the greatest thing he brings to the table. I was curious if he would say something along the lines of my bat or something like that. And he said, I don't think about things very long, good or bad. I just kind of move on to the next thing. That affirmed why he's ready. That's the separator. To get to the big leagues, yes, you've got to be able to hit. But when things get tough and you face adversity and people start to question your ability, can you cancel out the noise and keep doing your job? I think he has that ability. Uh, so Jordan Walker is on this roster. So congratulations to uh, 20-year-old Jordan Walker. He has made the team. People are quite excited. And people, the next question was after he uh, got, got the word, which, by the way, cool video online. The Cardinals posted it that you can see when Ali actually gave Jordan the news. And you can see all the emotions and stuff. Pretty cool. And you can see how ginormous Jordan Walker is compared to Ali Marmel because they both get up for a hug. And Ali's like hugging his belly button. Like he's so big, dude. Just a massive man. Uh, but the next question was, what number is Jordan Walker going to wear? Because wear? he's not going to wear 67, which he's done all spring. So uh, jersey number has been decided. Walker has chosen number 18, which uh, was last worn by the immortal Corey Spangenberg in 2022. But 
all jokes aside, there have been some notable names who have worn the number 18 for the Cardinals over the years. You got Del Rice, of course, Mike Shannon, uh, number 18. One of my favorites, and I'm still salty about this trade, the Andy Van Slyke trade to Pittsburgh to bring in Tony Pena. Uh, that was a tough one because Van Slyke went on to be an absolute stud with Pittsburgh, but he was number 18 in his time in St. Louis. Remember the name Luis Alisea? He was number 18 for a few years. Um, you may not remember this one, but I certainly do. Chris Sabo was number 18 at one time with the St. Louis Cardinals. He was with the Cardinals very briefly. I believe that was 1995, I think, is when he was there. Off the top of my head, that's what I think. It's 94, 95, somewhere in there. It's when the Cardinals were not very good. Um, my wife is actually friends with his daughters, and uh, I'll have to see if he's got any old Chris Sable Cardinals memorabilia lying around their uh, their home anywhere. But that 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 was a funny one. I forgot that Sable was actually number 18. Now, one that I'm sure you guys will remember, and um, it's, it's one that I remember it mostly for just because it, it's more recent. Uh, but that would be the number 18 was worn by who was going to be a superstar, Oscar Tavares. Like he was going to be a star and obviously his untimely death um, got, you know, canceled all of that out. Uh, after Tavares passed away, Carlos Martinez, who's his friend and teammate, ended up switching his number to number 18 and wore that in remembrance. It's still wild to me, the ripple effect of that death caused on this franchise because remember they they had a hole all of a sudden in right field so they went out and got jason hayward and then they went and got marcelo zuna because they had to fill the hayward uh hole after hayward left to go to the cubs and it just trickled down and you saw what the cardinals had to give up to get marcelo zuna back then so just um just a wild thing that happened there uh walker becomes the what is it sixth sixth youngest let me double check this. Sixth youngest Cardinal to play on opening day. And it's also the seventh time in their history that the Cardinals have rostered a player 20 years old or younger on opening day, which included Hall of Famer Steve Carlton and Rogers Hornsby. The most recent Cardinal to debut at the MLB level before turning 21 was Rick Ann Keel in uh, 1999. So now in your outfield, you've got Jordan Walker, Tyler O'Neill, Lars Newbar, and Dylan Carlson. Those are going to be your four main guys. But there were discussions to be made and decisions to be made uh, about the rest of the bench. What was that going to look like? Who was going to win the final spots in the bullpen with a, a couple of surprise names actually making this team? I'm going to let you know who was in and who was out next on Locked on Cardinals. Now, we've all tried to buy um, tickets, like tickets to our favorite sporting events, and we try to do it kind of late in the day. You know, you're like, you know, what? I'm going to go to this game. I, I want I want to go. And buying tickets to your favorite events, it shouldn't be stressful. It shouldn't be a problem. And Game Time is going to help you out with this. They're the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, the music, the comedy, theater, all of that stuff. They, they've got it all uh, near you. Wherever you're going to go, wherever you're at, they've got the hookup on the tickets with great deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee so you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you're about to have. And forget about planning months in advance. You don't have to do that because Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event with exclusive flash deals on tickets for all sorts of sports, football, basketball, baseball. You like music. I'm a big concert guy. I love going to concerts. That, that's a big plus. Uh, comedy, theater, all of that is available at Game Time. And they've got the Game Time guarantee, which means you'll always get the best price if you find tickets 
in the same section and the same row for less somewhere else, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. Tickets are then sent directly to your phone. You never have to dig through all the emails trying to find them. So snag your tickets without the stress with game time. Download the game time app, create an account, and use code locked on MLB for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code locked on MLB for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. It's not the official rosters because those won't be solidified until Thursday, but the anticipated 26 man roster for the Cardinals was released. And it is as follows at catcher. You've got Wilson Contreras and Andrew Kisner. Kisner uh, was in the lineup again today. He went one for two against Houston, which raised his spring average to 128. Please, please baseball gods. Let Wilson Contreras be healthy this year. Cause I don't know if, how, how much we can take of Andrew Kisner batting. I don't mind him behind the plate. I, I think he does a, a fine job there. Not great, but he does a fine job. But I can't watch this guy take a bat. It's like it, it hurts my eyes. Uh, around the horn on the infield, you've got Nolan Arenado at third base, Tommy Edmund at shortstop, Brennan Donovan at second base, Paul Goldschmidt at first. Nolan Gorman will uh, play second base and third base and do the DHing uh, from the left side. And then you've got our man, Taylor Motter. Taylor Motter. Unbelievable that this guy made the roster. He's got no business being on this team coming into camp. You're like, what? Who is this guy? 33-year-old utility guy. He showed out, man. He comes into camp and plays all four infield positions, does it well. It's 235, which is nothing great, but three home runs, six RBIs, uh, surprising four stolen bases for Taylor Motter. Because you look at Taylor Motter and you don't think, you know what? Stolen bases. <laughs> you just don't. Um, you get, so you got to be happy for the guy. I'm thrilled for the guy. I thought it was cool. Um, and because of the, uh, injury to Paul, the young, seemingly that final spot on the roster was going to be between Mater, Juan Yepes and Alec Burleson. And I figured, I just figured that Juan Yepes, I thought he was in, man. I thought he was going to make it, uh, but he got option to Memphis. He's out hit 224 this spring, had one home run, but drove in 12 guys. That was second on the team this spring. And with him going down, that means that Alec Burleson is now on this roster. And uh, Alec Burleson, putting a picture up there on YouTube for you guys, hitting way better recently. Like, he got off to a very cold start in the spring, and I even mentioned it on a couple of, of shows where I was like, he's not really showing me all that much. Maybe he needs to go back to AAA for a bit. But uh, recently, eight for his last 21, that's a 381 average, hit his, uh, his only home run of the spring, five RBIs. Here's the other side of it, though, too. You know how the Cardinals and Ali, they like flexibility. They like guys who can play just about everywhere. We know Yepes sucks in the outfield. He's just not very good. He does an okay job over at first base. But Burleson can not only play the corner outfield spots, but he's also played a very good first base while Paul Goldschmidt was away at the WBC. Plus, he's a left-handed hitter, which also didn't hurt his cause. So you get a lefty off the bench there. It makes sense. It, it definitely makes sense why Alec Burleson made this team over Juan Yepes. I, I just was a little bit surprised that, that he didn't make it. Uh, in your bullpen, you have uh, from the right side, Ryan Helsley, Giovanni Gallegos, Jordan Hicks, Andre Pallante, Chris Stratton, damn glad to meet you, and Drew Verhagen, the comeback kid. Drew Verhagen, who most of us left for dead after last year, and he had his hip surgery and has had an outstanding spring, made this team, uh, gave him a reason to keep him around. 
Obviously, he was under a two-year deal, so he still had a year left on his contract. So they were hoping that he was healthy and doing well, and uh, that's exactly what he did this spring. So Drew Verhagen is in. Now, from the left side, Ali is keeping uh, Zach Thompson, obviously. Uh, Zach Thompson, awesome again today against Houston. He strikes out two in another one and a third innings of shutout ball. Hasn't allowed a run all spring in 11 appearances, struck out 12 hitters. The dude has been absolute money. And he's going into the season as your top left-hander out of the bullpen. But then there had to be a decision made on who the other left-handers were going to be. And the decision they made, it puzzles me. It puzzles me for sure. Uh, they're keeping Packy Naughton over Andrew Suarez and Henesis Cabrera. So Packy Naughton is now back on the Cardinals roster. He hasn't been all that effective this spring, and he got lit up today. Five runs, five hits, and just two-thirds of an inning. So this spring, Packy Naughton has given up 10 earned runs on 17 hits in 10 innings of work with four walks and seven punchies. What about that line says, you know what? You belong on the opening day roster. I can only assume the reason Packy Naughton is on here is because it's a 40-man roster decision. That's the only thing I can think of. It can't be a performance decision because Packy hasn't shown me diddly-poo this spring. In fact, every time I turned it on, he was getting ripped or he was walking. So I just, I did not enjoy me some Packy Naughton uh, this spring training. I I was in the corner of Andrew Suarez. I thought Suarez had it locked up. Uh, he came into the day not having allowed any runs, none in nine appearances, but even he got hit. It was a bad day for pitching altogether for the Cardinals. Again, 24 to one loss to the Astros. Uh, he got hit today in that blowout loss, gave up two runs on three hits, including a home run in his only inning of work. But his ERA, even after having a bad day today, is still at 1.80 this spring. He's allowed 10 hits, walked two, and has eight strikeouts in 10 innings of work. That's way better than Packy Naughton. Again, I think it just had to deal with the 40-man roster stuff. They didn't want to, they don't want to take Packy Naughton off the 40-man roster. They also don't want to lose other people because if you take them off the roster, you got to put them through waivers and you can lose these guys. So that's the only thing I can think of. And I'm I'm guessing they told Suarez, look, you've done outstanding. We're gonna need you this year at some point, just not here on opening day. But I, 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 that's a bummer, <laughs> you know, because Suarez earned it, man. He had a, he had a great spring and Packy Naughton did not, but um, I don't make the decisions. Ali Marmel and company do. So uh, Packy Naughton is uh, headed to St. Louis while Suarez heading to Memphis. All right. The tournament returned this weekend. Have you guys been watching the college basketball? I know I have. It's been, uh, it's been a lot of fun. Florida Atlantic. What? How is Florida Atlantic still hanging around? You got to love the Cinderella stories. And um, you've got today's games, and then it will be down to four. There will be four teams left standing. Now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book, because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. So download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores and three-pointers drained. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. I'm one of those guys who does not like to put one massive bet on one thing. Like, I don't just put on the money line. I don't do that. 
I like to spread it out. I like to have multiple bets. It makes it more entertaining when you're watching these games. So don't miss the chance to get your no sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to fanduel.com slash locked on. That's fanduel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Thank you guys for making Locked on Cardinals your first listen. Now for your second listen, why don't you check out my, my guys over at Locked on Fantasy Baseball. I got a draft tonight. I got a draft tonight. And uh, I, I got a list. I got I to cram in some episodes from our guys at Locked on Fantasy Baseball. Matt and Dom. Every day, bringing you the uh, best fantasy draft strategies. They tell you who are the guys you should reach for, who are the guys that are going to disappoint, guys to stay away from. They've got all the info for you. Find Locked On Fantasy Baseball wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. It's part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Cardinals have one final spring training game tomorrow against Baltimore, and then it's off to St. Louis and opening day coming up on Thursday. I'm very excited, and I saw that the weather. Fingers crossed. <laughs> 67 and sunny. Hell yeah. If you haven't already, please give us a follow on Twitter at LO underscore Cardinals and at JD Sports Radio. Like and subscribe on YouTube to help our channel and our love for the St. Louis Cardinals grow. You're the best fans in baseball for a reason, and I'll see you next time on Locked on Cardinals.